Well, well, well. Look who's back at the table. <laughs> Look who decided to show up to lunch. Just a little bit later than expected. We took the whole month of January off to recover. Is dinner at five, is that a late lunch or early dinner? That's an uh, early dinner. It's an early dinner. It's a, this is like an eight yeah. o'clock dinner. <laughs> We're back at the we're table, back. so it's good to be back. Healthy yeah. as all. Happy New Year. Well, it's too late for New Year. Happy New Year. Happy Black History Month. It's February. It's February. Happy Black History Month. Oh, man, look. Guess, Black History Month. And guess who comes back right in time? Just in time. <laughs> that's, a, that's us. Here we go. So we gave y'all the whole month off to, like, think of things and let us know what's been on your mind. And yeah. We to tell you what's been on ours. Well, there's been a lot going on in the world. This has been a crazy first month of the year. It, it was almost too too much to capture in one episode, but we're going to run through what's been going on this first month of the year. And yeah, let's yeah, let's how do how we feel let, about it. Let's get, let's get into it. Well, where, where do you want to start? The new year started and what happened? Let me see. The new year started. Um, we had a shakeup in the British royal family, even though yes. British politics has nothing to do with us. Uh, we're still, for some reason, like obsessed with <laughs> British royal family. Well, we, well, let, let, let's fix the we. We okay. This is the I don't royal give a we. damn. This is the the American we, not the the me and you we. I did watch the royal wedding though because it was yeah cool. But in general, is acting like this is coming to America no. and Prince Hakeem came down. No, <laughs> picked up a ghetto girl from New York. No. No, actually, it's the the reverse coming to America. So they're coming it back is. here. Well, at least to this hemisphere. I think they're actually going to Canada, but. They are coming back. Yeah, they're coming back. So, yeah. Meghan and Harry. But didn't he do a... He did a coming to America thing. I denounce my kingdom. Uh, pretty much, yeah. To me, it's not old really lady. clear what happened. You know, everyone has their opinions and stuff. I think what happened is they wanted to have some financial independence and, like, have their own, like, financial investments and stuff. But I guess it was seen as kind of a conflict of interest. Either you're all in with the royal family or you're all out. And so... Is that what you think happened? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> for real. That that I think that was the um, deciding factor. I think his mother said, or his grandmother said, "Put the sock in it, Joffrey. The boy's in love." <laughs> to a n- get her out of here. <laughs> no, I, I think actually the queen was okay with Meghan. In my in my professional opinion of following the royals hardly ever in my life but <laughs> no but did i say this because the queen loved the obamas granted the obamas did not marry into their family which is different. well that this is a typical situation of i love black people and then your son is getting married to one it's like what the hell is this nigga doing at my dinner table that's that's how it goes i can love i've known many people and i ain't talking about anybody in particular but i've known mm-hmm. many people who like my parents love black people and then when they found out they're dating when they're like wait a minute hold up why? Yes, I have heard that Why? Story. I've heard that story a couple of times. You over and over throughout your life, right? Yeah, I mean, I have heard that story a couple of times. So, yeah. Um, but okay, that that's the party line. But yeah, it race obviously played a factor in this. I don't know if it played if the factor was from like his family side, like y'all got to go, or if the factor was like 
we're not dealing with all this BS coming from these like racist Brits who claim to be so, you know. Well, that's the other part. Polished and they claim to be so modern and open and accepting, but aren't really. Yeah, that's the other part. Like a Americans, bunch of a bunch I mean, of a bunch of old fat white Brits was sitting there. They were racist. It's all it's all in their newspapers and everything. Oh, they yeah. were tripping on her, and she probably was like, "I ain't dealing with this shit." And he was like, "Well, I'm staying by my lady," and you know, come to what they ain't even come to America. They come to Canada, not America, come, but Canada. Yeah, North right? North America. Yes, so Canada. They were mm-hmm. like, "We staying far away from Trump too." We don't right, we're not we're not going there either. Because <laughs> y'all are full of it too. So Trump yeah. be messing up everything. Right, could have had our own little uh, royal family right here in America, but they were like, "No, thank you." So yeah, yeah I don't blame so him. there it is. So it's been interesting to watch. Not that you know, I don't care too much, but it has been in- interesting to watch, and I'm curious to see how this is going to play out in the coming months and years. When like you have this, uh, I don't know, British exile, like living as a, I mean, he's not going to be a commoner because he's still rich, but <laughs> living but more he's common not, and not he's more. not in line to be king or anything, right? So I mean, technically, he's what fifth in line i mean it'll unless you know heavens forbid there would be some tragedy but it, it would be his i mean it's his dad then his brother then all his brother's children and then him he's in line after them so like you I know said. his dad gotta be thinking when he sees his mother like when will you die <laughs> that dude's been waiting to be king oh, by the time he's gonna be king yeah. hey, by the time he's gonna be king he's gonna be like 70 I, I he might be 70 already yeah he looks like he's about 100 um so Man. yeah, she got the poison. We got the poison. She's not. She's not giving up. That old lady is strong too. So, man, I would have put her ass in diapers and said, "Look, <laughs> you either go to the nursing home or you go to the grave. Which one is gonna be, Mama?" Uh, not the queen. She's not having it. She is strong, nah, she not. but fierce. Strong but fierce. So that was the royals. That was the royals. I think that was early, early in, in the, the year. Seems like it was a long time ago, but it was only a couple weeks ago. Yeah. And then yeah. um, after that, what happened after that? After the Royals, well, we've been in the midst of something. Been in the midst of a few things, yeah. Yeah, we've been in the midst of um, I'm Peach. I'm Peach. <laughs> the impeachment farce? Yeah, so I guess right before the new year, they voted to impeach, and then they, I don't know if it was right before January or after January 1st, they yeah, handed down and the articles to the Senate to put together well, this Nancy Pelosi, trial. Yeah, well, Nancy Pelosi did a smart thing. Mm-hmm. She held on handing it to the Senate because they were like, we're just going to run this through. We're not even going to pay attention to it. Right. And so she was trying to get, you know, a fair trial and witnesses, which, okay, how can you have a trial? Without witnesses. I was telling somebody I know today, I said, look, man. He said, you know, we don't even know. He said he did what he did because it was for the best interest of the country. Mm -hmm. So we don't need any witnesses. Right. That's like me murdering somebody and saying, no, 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 no. That was for the best interest of my family. I was just protecting them. We don't need any witnesses. Right. And somebody being like, nah, he just killed him in cold blood. Don't worry about him. I got this. I did it for a good cause. We don't need any witnesses. Mm -hmm. And I'm being like, we don't need any witnesses. Yeah. It's crazy. It's setting a terrible precedent. Basically, the president is 100% above the law at this point. And, um, yeah, the president is the precedent is set. It's I don't even know, like, how we've gotten to this point. I feel like the GOP has found every possible loophole to um, 
evade justice and I, I mean I, I don't know here we are I, I just look at it in absolute disbelief there's no separation of powers right now um, mm-hmm. and I, I don't understand how they have not breached uh, the oath that they took themselves to um, uphold law and order in this country like I feel like they sh- I feel like they should all be impeached or removed from office because of this like they have not upheld, oh, totally. they have not totally. upheld what they swore to do well, this is this is a um, classic case. I'll tell you. I'll paraphrase Michael uh, uh, Andrew Dyson. Is that his name? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll paraphrase what he said. Do- Donald Trump is what black people have been warning white people about for four hundred years. Right. And that is white white supremacy. Yeah. And white supremacy isn't just bad for black people; it's bad for everybody. Right. And now you're watching a whole country go down because of white supremacy. Mm-hmm. The only reason why he's getting away with this is because all of those people believe in white supremacy. They can mm-hmm. say they don't, but they do. Yeah. Because they're falling right in line. Right. And and they're even admitting that he's wrong. And they said, I watched on the news this morning, one senator said, oh, yeah, he was wrong. So why'd you let him off? Well, we just hope that he doesn't do it again. Can you imagine them saying that about Obama? Right. A black person? Anybody? Oh, even if a woman ran. This is white male supremacy. Right. You know what I mean? Nobody else oh, yeah. is going to get away with this. I mean, Obama so, couldn't even wear a tan suit without coming under scrutiny. No. Remember, he wore no. a tan suit one time yes. in his presidency. And they had a fit. They had a fit. Or, no, another time he was riding on a bike with a bicycle helmet, and they said that was soft. They were comparing him to, like, Putin, who was, like, riding, like, shirtless on a horseback. And they were like, our president is a disgrace because he has on a bike and a bike helmet. I mean, these are the things that they scrutinized Barack Obama over. The but, same way they yeah. scrutinize Barack Obama is the same way that the British tabloids are scrutinizing Meghan Merkel. And that's why she was like, I'm not dealing with it. So, you know, again, this is a, a classic case of white supremacy. I got no love for Trump. Oh, I got no love for his flock. No. And um, they can all burn they can in all hell. They burn in hell. <laughs> 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 yeah, they deserve to die. And I hope they burn in hell. <laughs> Uh, I need a drink. Baby, we... baby, yes. Yes, me too. Like half of January. Yes. You we'll don't know. <laughs> what to do to me? Leave my heart heavy down in misery. Yeah. I'm about politics. Make me mad. You get a little bit of drink, a little sippy sip of the good mm-hmm. stuff. <clears throat> Calm down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, so, this has been a this has been yes. a tough this has been a tough start to a new decade. It has been. Um for political reasons and then um also other people in the news, uh things in the news have been difficult to process. Yeah, um uh, rest in peace, Kobe Bryant. Um, Rest in peace and the other eight people. And the other eight people, um, including his daughter, including his daughter Gigi. Yep. That that was. Two other small children. That whole story uh, a mother, um, another coach, a mother, so. A pilot. Yeah. I I mean. Right. The whole story. Another couple and their daughter. It's just tragic. That was the saddest story I've heard in years. Yeah. It was sad. I mean, it was. And then. I wasn't the biggest fan of Kobe. I'm not going to sit there and jump on that train. 
And I'm a Jordan over Kobe person. But when Kobe uh-huh. died, I literally felt like one of my brothers died. It was like, whoa, like... What happened? Yeah, somebody is so accustomed to seeing. Um, and I'm like you. Like, I wasn't this huge Kobe fan. Um, and to be honest, like, I even, at times, like, I question, because he's very popular amongst the kids. And even now that he's gone, I understand a little bit more why he was so popular with kids. Like, I didn't realize how much he how much he gave to so many kids. Yeah. Like, they said he was one of the top responders to um like the Make-A-Wish Foundation. When people wanted to meet him, like, he always responded. Yeah. People said that he was just so friendly and so welcoming of people and stuff. And I used to be like, you know, he's, he's got, you know, a, a demerit in his past. I mean, we all make mistakes. It's a big, um, it's a big demerit. And who is a big demerit. And to be honest, like, even though none of us will, I think, ever know exactly what happened, um, I think he made some poor choices um, in that moment. It was 17 years ago. I think he tried to make amends. Um I'm not sure. I'm not sure what to do with that. You know, I don't know if it's my place. Maybe he and the person, the other person in the situation, came to some resolution, and it's not for me to further judge. I don't know. Yeah. I can't get into it. Um, but considering all that, um, he still was a person I was accustomed to seeing. He was very popular with young people. He gave a lot to sports. He gave a lot to young women in sports. By all accounts, he was a good family man. Um, and he was just like, he was just part of our, our everyday lives. I have a son who loves sports. So I saw his face all the time. I heard his voice all the time. Yeah. So. I mean. Yeah. In, in terms of the, the rape charge 17 years ago, I, I think the amount of time that goes by doesn't really matter. But I will say this. Right. Because I've come across people who were like, oh, he was a rapist. And right. I'm like, well, no. I said, he was charged. They settled out of court. Well, why did he settle out of court? He's like, if I did it, I wouldn't settle out of court. I said, because he's a famous person is bringing down his image, and any smart PR person is going to say, you're making tons right. of money, give this lady her money, and put it behind you. But like I told right. somebody, because they thought I was just backing him up because he's black. And they said, well, Ben Roethlisberger is a rapist too. I said, yes, exactly. Ben Roethlisberger has been charged multiple times with rape because rapists don't right. just rape once and never do it again. They're right. rapists. You know, even yeah. that boy in uh, right. California, they say it was he, he Ben had weird stuff that he did to women. He's a rapist. Mm, they right. have characteristics. Right. Kobe Bryant has right. no history of this. And right. it was a white woman who charged him. And I'm not blaming all white girls, but I'm saying black men mm-hmm. have been arrested and murdered for false accusations of rape over the course of history in this of country. our history in this country, yes. So, yeah, right. I'm like, okay, well, you know, I'm going to look at it side-eyed, just like I look at Tupac's side-eyed, just like I look at Mike Tyson, mm-hmm. who was crazy. I look at his side-eyed, because he has no other history of rape. It's one time right. that he has this charge, which they show him and the girl going into his hotel room together. And I'm like, well, I don't know what happened right. there. So... When it came right. to Kobe Bryant, I don't really that one doesn't really affect me whether he did or not. I have no idea, but uh, I'm I'm a little hesitant to put that accusation on him. But I will say for anybody who does bring that up, and they're like, "Well, I hope he burns in hell." Whatever. This dude just died with his daughter and like three other right. kids. Like, what the hell is wrong with you? You know what I mean? Yeah, that's what kills me. I'm like, it wasn't just him. It was like eight other people in there. There are a number of children now left without one or two parents yeah. because of this. Um, there's, you know, the coach who died, who had, like, again, given a lot to, like, young women and women's basketball and sports. And 
Um, it was tragic. Uh, and he, he has left behind three children now yeah. who um, don't have a father who was active and involved in their lives, you know, not just some random deadbeat, right. but he was an active parent um, left behind a wife. So, you know, I, it, it was it was tragic and it was, I don't know, it was just kind of shocking, you know. It was shocking and it hurt. You know, that, that one hurt. That one hurt. That took every every brother I know, I say, every black dude I know is like, I, that felt personal. And I don't yeah. know, I don't know what it was. I think because a lot of us are the same age. Like, he's only a year apart from yeah, me. And it's right, just like, whoa. Right. Like it was like, it can happen at any time. doesn't matter who you are. You know what I mean? And it was just, I don't know, right. it was a blow. But um, yeah, a lot, of, a lot of tributes. They even gave him a, a tribute at the beginning of the Super Bowl. Which, oh, speaking of the Super Bowl. Speaking, speaking of, what did you think about that game? Super Bowl. I could not support a team that iced out Colin Kaepernick. So I came into it being <laughs> against San Francisco. So I had made up my mind before I had even looked at the roster of Kansas City. This? I was just like, San Francisco. <laughs> I was just like, eh, that's going to be a negative. <laughs> this this is interesting. I, um, I talked to somebody from San Francisco today. Uh-huh. A white lady. Yeah. She's an ally. I give her ally status. She she want to be down. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We cool. Okay. We cool. But she was uh-huh. like, you know, people from San Francisco, like, she's like, I don't think he was necessarily iced out. He wasn't doing that good when he left San Francisco, which he wasn't. But I was like, mm-hmm. okay, okay. that's because the coach Harbaugh had left, and that was his coach. You know what I mean? So he mm-hmm. had to adapt to a new coach, and I don't think he got a fair chance to adapt. Because of the controversy. Mm-hmm. So I think it was a combination right. of a couple of things of why he was out at San Francisco. Really, it's the NFL that, uh, that iced him out. Overall, yeah. the NFL iced him out. It's true. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he was going to be with San Francisco or not. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. I am laughing at the memes of till you do right by me. Till you do right by me. Because we all <laughs> know that saying. In the color purple. Yeah. And it's hilarious. Right. Um, yeah, exactly. But I'm glad the Chiefs won. Yeah. And halftime. The halftime show. So, this was interesting. So, it started, I didn't recognize any of the songs. Me neither. Sometimes I didn't. Yeah. They. I mean, as it progressed, I was like, oh, okay, here are the radio hits. I thought it was funny that J-Lo went back to her, like, way old school, like, 15, 20 years ago, like, black radio hits. And I was just like, oh, you dug way back in your back. Yeah. Okay. But, um... There was a lot interesting about this halftime show. First of all, a good portion of it was in Spanish. Yep. Um, so I was like, that was interesting. I wonder if the right wingers are going to be upset about that. Yeah. Um, there was, at one point, they came out singing Born in the USA. Yeah. And I think it was J-Lo who had, like, this flag draped around her. And I thought it was an American flag. It was red, white, and blue. She opened it up as a Puerto Rican flag. I was like, okay, I see you making a statement. Yeah, it looked like she cared. <laughs> a lot of people don't know. Yeah, go on. Uh, huh? Go on. It could have been Shakira. I don't. I don't remember which one it was. No, you're right. Um, it was J Lo. It was J Lo. It was a J Lo. Okay. Um, yeah, I was like, oh, you're making a statement because a lot of people don't know that Puerto Rico is a part of America, um, and even though we mistreat them and don't respond to natural disasters there like we do to the other, you know, to the states, the uh, 50 states, they are still a part of America. So I saw her making a statement there. I was like, I see you. And then um, they had kids sitting in cages. Did you notice that? No, I did not. At one point, the kids, the kids' choir that was singing in the back, J Lo's daughter was singing with them. Before they started, there were all these dark spots like out on the stage. They were like black cages. And when they lit up, they, 
They, they were KJ. They looked like little pods almost. Because at first I thought it was some little futuristic pod thing they were doing. But they were cages. And I think they were making a political statement there about those kids in cages. I was just like, I feel like in the midst of all this, like, booty shaking and stuff, these two women, who, by the way, are, what, 43 and 50 years yeah. old? So I'm just like, okay, I see y'all there, too. Yeah, grandma um, booty's up there. It's shaking. <laughs> Shake your grandma booty. Shake your grandma they booty. Made, they <laughs> made some serious political statements. I gave them props and, for uh, that performance. I applaud them for that. I, gave them I props. applaud them for it. I, you know what? So, okay, yeah. so so who are you, Team J-Lo or Team Shakira? You got to pick uh, one. I don't know if I can pick because they did. Shakira did some hits that I really like. J-Lo did those old school hits that took me back. And so... I think I, I think Shakira ate some cheese puffs before the show because the teeth looked a little weird at the beginning. But... <laughs> but... God. Shakira uh-huh. got that body right now. J-Lo's, J-Lo's still got a nice body. Don't get me wrong. If I had uh-huh. a woman that looked like that, I'd be satisfied. But Shakira's body was like... Mm. But I think Shakira might be just naturally a little bit curvier than J-Lo. And she got I those, mean, they're both super fit. Did she do that belly dance and but stuff? She, yeah, I think that uh, she just, her body's just curvy. I think that's, because they were both, like, super fit. They were. Very, I mean, they were. other than surgery, there's nothing more you can do to tighten but, up You know, the body, funny thing but, is, back in the day, I would have chose J-Lo, but on this performance, I was like, no, nah, Shakira is, Shakira's, her body was, man, man, I had no words, man. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. You, know, you know, you're in the morning when black people really feeling that, and you just do, mm, mm. 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 <laughs> That's. I looked at him and was like, "Damn, man." Yeah. Okay. I'm with yeah. it. So, yeah. So I give him props for that. So, um, yeah. Super Bowl was interesting. And then I saw. I didn't even notice this from the beginning that uh, Beyonce and Jay Z didn't, didn't stand, stand up, up for the, the flag. Anthem. And I applaud them. Yeah. I was. <laughs> I want to still be there. What is going on in this Super Bowl? There was a lot of like military propaganda at the beginning. And I'm like, all right. There right. was a lot, and I was so disappointed. It's like they are trying so hard to make this whole, like, the national anthem is about the military, which is another farce, like something that has been created over the last couple of years, to, again, discredit Colin Kaepernick's um, silent protest yeah. against police brutality. I'm like, the national anthem was not written to celebrate our armed forces. No. We don't sing it to honor our armed forces. And it's just like, it's revisionist history at this point, and they're just trying to create a reality that doesn't exist, and it infuriates me, and I saw a lot of that. So. I agree. Um, it's been much. I was like, huh, look at these two billionaires um, sitting here silently yeah, on their butts yeah. while the national anthem plays. So Very interesting. Yeah. I was intrigued. So, so anyway, that was, that was the Super Bowl. We watched it to the end. Mm-hmm. Um, it was actually a good game. It was a very good game. Was, it was a very good game. It was a good and, game, um, yeah. The better team won, and, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. It was good. Yeah. I'll leave that one right there. And until you do right by until me. Until you do right by me. <laughs> Everything you think about going to fail. I'll get you a <laughs> <laughs>
January. Now we're into February. Black History Month. Yes. Um, the best month. So now, the best month. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I don't really do, like, New Year's resolutions, like, formally, because they're kind of silly. Like, I try to make changes in life, like, as I know better, just do yeah. better along the way. But um, you do kind of, like, reflect at the end of the year, you know, about what you want to do. For sure better the following year and i think once you make it through january you can decide which of those things like are really meaningful mm-hmm. and what are which of those things that you're really going to carry forward. yeah because everybody falls off within the first couple weeks of january so given that uh did you make any resolutions for the year that now that we're in february you think are are good my resolutions normally i try to continue on mm-hmm. my forward progressions so, yeah. you know, I always record music. Right. I keep doing it. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. I want to make sure, like, this year is, like, be mindful of if it's something I should continue or something that's a hobby. Mm-hmm. So right. I'm really pushing for that to do more things right now. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, I'm trying to keep a positive outlook on everything I do. Even if yeah. it's like, even if my profession is not what I want to fully do right now, I want right. to make sure, like, well, but still do the best at it as you can do because it's your job. You know what I mean? Right. It's your career. And I work in a career where a lot of kids depend on me, so I try to keep that positive outlook. And, um, yeah, yeah, just no BSing. You know what I mean? So, right. that, that's me. I, I just, if I'm doing something, I want to do it wholeheartedly. And that's yeah. kind of what my resolution is. Yeah. Same with working out. You know what I'm saying? I work out a lot. So yeah. I try to right. I started that last year. It wasn't a resolution. I just tried to continue it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so I'm like right. two years in of like working out, you know, three to five days a week. Okay. Very what good. about you? Yeah, so for me, <laughs> I You pulling up your sleeves so, and everything? What you doing up in there? I know. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get into it. Let me get in because mine are deep. Yeah, of deep. Um No, it's not that deep. But um, <laughs> One thing that I have noticed, like, the, the social media platform I use probably the most is um, Facebook. I know they say that's for old people. <laughs> but I, um, I think I am on Facebook the most because I appreciate that a lot of my friends share interesting articles. Okay. And I feel like that's the platform that people often share them on. And, dis- and the way that they're discussed in Facebook, to me, is, like, the easiest to follow. Like, I just like the way the conversations yeah. flow. Um. But something about that I've noticed is that, you know, obviously a lot of writers, like their titles are clickbait. And so it's something very reactionary. They write something that's going to be reactionary. And then people literally have these really long and in-depth debates over the title of an article when they have completely missed the point about the article because they never even opened it. They read the header. Never opened it. Exactly. And so one of my resolutions, I've been guilty of it, but I think in the last few months I've been much better about reading and then checking references before I react. And so I'm just trying to do more of that and encourage people to do more of that. Like, read before you react. Right. Um, do some research before you react. Look at the source of the information you're getting before you yeah. react. Um, and I think we should all do that in life in general, but especially in this day and age where there's so much information coming at us like so fast from so many angles all day, every day. And people are so quick to react and be so inflammatory with their reaction yeah. without even having an accurate picture of what's going on. So I try to be a little bit slower to respond to okay. things. So 
that's one of my one of my resolutions. And the other one is um, to keep cancel culture in check. Ooh, cancel culture, yeah. <laughs> Again, mm. we have all been guilty of it. Like that, I got you. You just said this one thing fifty-seven years ago that I find disrespectful, and now I'm gonna write you off right. for all of eternity. Right. <laughs> And so I'm like, yo, like, we have all said and done things that, you know, are not our proudest moment. I have grown as a person tremendously in the last, you know, four decades I have been on this planet. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I think that we just need to be be mindful of, one, that everyone's not perfect. Um, everything that everyone does, you're not going to agree with. But it doesn't mean that you have to, like, dismiss them as a person. True. Um, just... Yeah, just be mindful, be thoughtful, be conscious of people's humanity, of people's abilities to change, um, and the fact that even if they don't like the thing that you might not like about them, might not be worth like canceling them right. over. So, be mindful um, of the source. That's another. Be thing. mindful of the source. And always be mindful of the source. In the context, the source yeah. in the context. Because like, Facebook has look at the whole video clip. Yeah, the source is all over it's, the place. Oh yeah. Um, It'd be like the, the black so yeah, reporter. So like, who's the black reporter? <laughs> I know sometimes when I look at these uh, these journals, I'm just like, um, so anybody can like strike up a web page at any point and call themselves a journalist. Yeah. Like, be mindful of your source. Um, so yeah, so those are my resolutions for the year. I'm just being a little bit slower to respond to things. I'm being more conscious of like canceling people and cancel culture in general. Right. Um, and as a scientist, you know, I feel like this is this is what I do anyway. Like, you take the time to investigate and really understand, like, what it is you're evaluating yeah. before drawing a conclusion. Yeah, so um, that's what I got going on. And uh, this month is my favorite month. Well, what, what, what is this month? It's the shortest month of the year, but it's the best month of the year because it's Black History, Black History month. month. Yes. Uh-huh. That is awesome. Yeah. You know, I... I uh... Some uh, lady was coming into school to uh, do dental work. Talking about this is uh, National Dental Dentist Month, Dental Work Month, or something. Month? The okay, whole wait, month? Wait, wait, no. The whole month? We're, no. we're, not, we're not sharing Black History no. Month. No, 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 no. That's, no. Not for, that's not for sharing. No, that's ours. That's been ours for a while. We're keeping it. Um, yeah. I don't care how much us. plaque buildup you got, <laughs> how much gingivitis you got. This one is ours. You can't. We can't share that. No, no. We got. We got a lot to uh, educate people on. You know, I saw this really cool meme one time, and um, it was a white person talking to a black person saying, "Oh, you must be really excited. You know, it's your month. It's Black History Month." And he was just like, "No, like it's always Black History for us. Like this month is your month to be educated on Black History." Right. So, right. Yeah. So it's our time to share. It's our time to share and our time to shine. Like we make Black History every day. We celebrate Black History yeah. every day. We are Black History. You know, we are our ancestors' wildest dreams. And so, um, right. yeah, Black History Month is just the time to showcase it and for everybody else to see. What we already know. We are our ancestors' wildest dreams. That's kind of cool. It is. I mean, it is. It is what it is. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. So, anyway. I dig it. So this month, yeah. So we're gonna be talking about um, our people this month. Yeah, like, let's let's get into it. Like, and, uh, like we don't talk about them every month. <laughs> <laughs> every day. Hey, we never get sick. We of never it. get sick of it. <laughs> so. <laughs> so yeah, let's let's do that. Let's get everybody inspired. Yes. And uh, ready to learn more about the other side of America. That's right. And um, 
It's good to be back in 2020. Thanks for joining us yes. back at the table. Um, always happy to have you join the conversation. Another New Year's resolution. Yes. I'm not saying the N-word uh, anymore. Oh. We, we might have to record and re-record and re-record. And <laughs> <laughs> that might be the one I don't keep. Okay. <laughs> but I'm going to try it. We're already in February. <laughs> By February, remember, you got to commit. So now that we're in February, you are obligated commit. to commit. I, I want to see how long I can go without saying that. Okay. Let's do it. Challenge! Challenge accepted. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, with that, you got the meal, I got the tip. Wait, what? What, what? Yeah, you know, because we're going to switch off. And so, like, mm-hmm. next time you get the meal, I get the tip. And then the time after that, I get the meal, you get the tip. Like, you know what I'm saying? Uh, okay, so we're going to be at the fast food restaurant next? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I know how this works. I know how that's this how, works. That's how it's mapped out. Set up. They just loves to learn and another child grows up to be somebody you just love to burn. Mom loves the both of them. You see it's in the blood. Both kids are good to mom. Blood's thicker than the mud. It's a family affair.